it off or the shot is whenever you want to take it? Uh, the shot's to kick it off and then from there on, it's just like however you want to bring We can take shots throughout, like you know, run them, or okay. it's just however. But the shot is definitely like we take one to initiate the interview. Okay. <clears throat> You're going to take this first shot. Oh, That's just part. That's just part of it. Come on, let's wait for this. It's probably better. Lee coming? David. David Banks. We already recording. Oh, yeah, we recording. All right. We're just going to go ahead and hop into it as it is. All right, y'all, welcome to the next episode of Tequila Talks. It's your host, Lando. Today, I got my special guest, Chloe. Hi. And the guest of honor, Jay Fields, creator of King of Fresh Clothing. And so, as we always do, we'll take a shot to kind of initiate the interview. And we got Don, nah, DeLeon. DeLeon. We got DeLeon today. DeLeon Tequila, that's Diddy's Tequila. So, y'all ready to take these shots? No, but. (laughs) You got to. It's only one, so it ain't going to be. Before. It ain't that bad. It's smooth. Drink that damn shot. <laughs> okay, right. How was it? Smooth. I told you it was smooth. Okay. I'm gonna get back to Keila. Oh, good. All right, so we'll hop right into it. Uh, like you a natural native, correct? I'm a, yep. All right, all right. I thought so, and uh. Where you go to school, like, after after high school and shit, like, where'd you go for college? Uh, so my freshman year, I went to the University of Dayton in What's Ohio. That? Dayton, Ohio. Okay. So it's like, uh, like an hour north of Cincinnati. Um, I only stayed there for like a semester. Then I came back and went to Nashville, stayed for a semester, and then went to Belmont. Belmont. And yeah. so is, uh, is that where... Oh, yeah, you went to Belmont as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went to Belmont for law. So we all, <laughs> we all, we all, we all <laughs> ruined. Yeah, we all ruined. <laughs> And so, uh, is Belmont where, like, the King of Fresh idea originated, or did you have that before you went to Belmont? I actually had it um, towards the end of my first semester at University of Dayton over, like, winter break. So, I guess it was that transition from Dayton to Nashville State. Uh, one of my good friends, Steph, we were, like, working out, and we were talking about Karma Loop, like, back then. <laughs> I don't uh, Yeah, Karma Loop was, like, <laughs> popping as far as, like, streetwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just cool, like, and it'd be so many pages of merchandise right. it was kind of hard to decipher between good and bad clothing um and then it just wasn't nothing that just like totally gravitated towards us and so it was just like man we should start our own brand um we kind of did some research on it and over spring break um when i was at nashville state you know we got our llc uh-huh. EIN number p.o box did you tell a lot of people about it like when you were coming up with the idea did you, did you- uh yeah so i'm not good at like keeping stuff to myself right mm-hmm. so like as things are building, like, if you're around me during that process, like, I'm going to be like, yeah, this is what I'm working on. This is what I got going so on. So, how was, uh, like, how do, how do people receive it? Because I know a lot of people, they tell ideas. And some people have, like, you got naysayers. Like, they kind of, they, they see the vision, but they're not, like, encouraging to go actually do yeah. it. How was, like, your crowd of people Well, at that time, like, it wasn't the norm to have a clothing brand. Like, everybody right. has a clothing brand now. Everybody has a T-shirt. Yeah. So, it wasn't, like, the normal thing to do. So when I told people, it was kind of like, so I'm, all right, like, that's cool. Like, 
that's one thing I guess I can say I'm blessed because I have like a really supportive um, friend group, family. Right. right. So yeah. I, I, I like bring me to another topic that I think about like support when you when it comes to support and supporting a business. Like, what does that look like for you? A support just like a retreat or uh, like repost on Instagram or like what, what is? Well, everybody supports in their own way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might have. Uh, unlimited funds so they can buy everything right, right. that you put out. Somebody might have limited funds and so they can just share it with somebody mm-hmm. that may purchase. So um, support comes from within. It's like a genuine mm-hmm. thing. Only you know if you're supporting or not. Um, but I think that like for me, it's about building a community and just reciprocating everything. Mm-hmm. And so like as far as like Nashville Hip Hop, anytime they drop a project, I buy it on iTunes. Right. And I stream it on title, you know. Uh, I try to go to people's shows. I try to go to people's events. I try to support um, different restaurants, uh, all kind of stuff in Nashville. And the people that like genuinely support you, you try to support them and everything they do. Right. So even if that just means showing up or just kicking it, just being a solid friend, uh, people support in like so many different ways. Yeah, I think for me, like I feel like sometimes like support for me is like showing up or putting putting money that you earn towards something like not all the time but like it to me everybody everybody can congratulate you on something or say they support you or say like you know you got those people be like like I fuck with the vision type people yeah. like I that's cool but like I what else Cause, like when I support somebody I support them and like you said everybody got their own way but like I'm a more of like right, if I support you like you gonna see my support you gonna feel it more than like just like saying I support you because I think there's a lot of people that say that they support you just to kind of like be around in case you blow up. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, how old are you? I'm 28. Okay. So I'm 26. And Chloe's a... 22. 22. baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, like, we're at that age now. Um, because I, I used to think that, like, man, if you support what I got going, you're going to buy everything. You're going to pull up to every event I have. Oh, no. Are you not... You're not real. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. not... But we're at the age now where, like, people are really becoming adults. Mm-hmm. And people are paying bills, and some people are living check to check. And so, yeah, like, some of my close friends that were with me before King of Fresh, we might play basketball together, or yeah. we used to go to a TSU homecoming high school together. Like, these dudes can't afford to yeah, pay a $30 t shirt, and you know, or better yet, <clears throat> buy everything that's released. Like, right. we're dropping five T's next week. I would be, I would be, uh, I won't say dumb. But I would be inconsiderate mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you ain't buy all five shirts. Mm-hmm. You ain't really got my back. Like It's like, that's $150. That's a uh, Verizon bill, right. you know? And so we at that age now where, like, that's why I say, like, support. People support you in different ways, you know? They might put, like, they might plug you. Like, they might not be able to buy the shirt, but they might Promote. be like, yo, uh, I'm going up to Pittsburgh. <laughs> and I know Antonio Brown. Like, I get him a shirt. You know what I'm saying? I was like, so... They putting you in the game, they being a friend. Right. Or they might just tell you, like, man, I ain't really feeling that collection. I respect that. I think, like, yeah, that's I they, think that's yeah, support yeah, to me. That's, I mean, you don't yeah, fuck with it. Yeah. That's support to me that's being real. Like, I don't know. Support. Sometimes I struggle with myself and support. So, like, you know, I have I have friends that from college, like, you know, they have the NT groups and they throw parties all the time. I don't, like, I don't show up to the parties all the time. I don't post that shit all the time. But every once in a while, you know, I try to do something to show, like, you know, I fuck with, like, the fact that you, like, a, a homie of mine and I fuck with like where you going and I want like I want to send like money and people and stuff your way to like 
what you have going on, but like also I don't want to be somebody that just like you know blind like I know you. I just like throw shit towards towards what that is, and so sometimes I struggle with myself internally on like how to support people the proper way. Just be a helping hand, though. I feel like as long as you're a helping hand and sending their arm out, it don't really matter. Right. Like it don't have to be buying anything. At least it was promoting or just being like, you need me to help set up. You need me to be there. You need to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So you gonna you gonna set up for Taco Tuesday? Sure. Was that what she was saying? You're gonna be a volunteer for Taco Tuesday. I mean, if you ask, I'll do it. Okay, but uh, we think like so. When when did you first like? When did y'all first drop? Can you first? When was this like first drop? And where were you at? Like you were you at Belmont? Were you at like where was you at when you first dropped? So we had we made these um, MLK shirts. Like the, the the design was fresh. But the execution by the print shop was terrible. Like, so we had like, I would say thirty of thirty of the gray, thirty of the white. And we were just kind of you know hitting up our peoples, um, kind of getting them off, um, kind of hand hand to hand exchange, trunk sales. Um, but we officially dropped June eighth. Um, got our website and everything, and did this big social media push. Was at my boy Adrian Crib out in Brentwood. Like, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> His mom was upstairs dancing. We dropped the website, and like we had like one sale. <laughs> one of our one of our good friends, uh, she bought she bought one of everything on the website, and then it was just like dry for like one of everything. Yeah, she bought like one of everything. It was just like super dry. Uh, <laughs> what was your thought process like throughout that though? So like you you got like it gets dry after like you like put your you know your hard work into this, just your idea coming. We was a. Uh, I don't want to say we was in it for the wrong reasons because we were young and it did everything we were supposed to do. But we was like, oh, we got the first sale. I think it was like a party that night. We was like, man, roll up. Like, we out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we'll deal with this tomorrow. Like, we out. We on. We got a clothing line. We got a website. Like, we we was like 18, 19 years old. And so, like, our mindset just wasn't on, oh, man, we only got one sale. Like, we not successful because we weren't dependent on that to pay any kind of bills. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, at that time it was a new idea. And right. so I think it was easy to stay positive around that time. Uh, and plus like it was a lot of people interest interested. Right. We just didn't drive it home. And like, this is like 2011, mm-hmm. like e-commerce is popping now, but Back then, yeah. Back then. Like you said Karma Loop. That took right. me back. I know. Like, I was like, Karma yeah, like, 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 like people was kind of hesitant about buying online back when Karma You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was kind of, it was kind of unique. Like somebody be like, man, where you at? I just pull up on you with the shirt for the shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that became the whole steez of like, I feel like while we were successful, like we were bringing clothes straight to you. Right. You know, so whether it be on campus or pop up shops, different things like that. So it was, it was easy. Oh, yeah, y'all doing pop up shops yeah. early. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like yeah, yeah. they had like competition, you know, yeah, around yeah. that time. So yeah, like like nobody, it wasn't a cool thing to have a brand. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so we did our first pop up shop. Like we said, we launched online June eighth. We did our first pop up shop like July thirtieth. I remember these days because like I have like photographic memory. Mm-hmm. I remember what the flyer looks like, and I those are like two special dates, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so yeah, like June eighth is when we launched online. July third, if we did our first pop up shop at Bullets and Mullets, um, and I don't even think we call it a pop up shop. I think we call it like a trunk show. Yeah. Um, 
Damn, yeah, yeah, yo. Bullets and Moolahs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, right. <laughs> Bullets and Moolahs was uh, in the Gulch at the time. Yeah, I remember that. So this was before the Gulch was the Gulch. Mm-hmm. Like, um, wasn't nothing down there, really. Yeah, we made like five grand in one day. Um, how how were you then? 19. We threw a party at uh, my boy Justin Creed. Oh, it's my own listen. Yeah, it's my own listen. But yeah, we threw a party at his crib after that, man. We was just like, we was just like really living in the moment. Yeah. Um, just kicking it. Kind of amazing. You ever seen uh, How to Make It in America? Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's not like a sitcom. It's more no, of a. Yeah, something along those lines. It was like kid cutting some niggas trying to like, they started making jeans and stuff like yeah. that. It was like a HBO. I've heard of it, but like I haven't seen it. It's like it's a dope little show. It's dope. It kind of, that that moment right there, what you described, just reminded me of the show. And honestly, I feel like that's where we were the most raw, the most organic. Mm-hmm. Really, like if I could have that feeling now, I'd probably make ten thousand in a day, just because like we were nineteen, eighteen, mm-hmm. nineteen, twenty years old. Uh, around that time, like Fly Major was the only people throwing parties, like Crisis and Rob. Yeah, and so like. For us to throw a party at Justin Creek, right. we got three, four hundred people at this dude's mm-hmm. mama house. Um, it wasn't nothing for that 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 crowd, so we created like a lifestyle for that group. And we home for summer break, people looking for something to do. Right. I will pull up to this Pablo shop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we was like serving liquor like to underage people. We was underage and drinking liquor, so you know we getting people lit. They pulling up to the the party afterwards. It was just good times, but like we had so much influence. Like, and we could have, like, capitalized on that right? a little bit more, like, looking back on it. But I think that we we weren't thirsty, right. and that's the reason why it did what it did, right. you know. And so, like, what? You got something? No, I was just thinking, like, how young they were. It's like, what was your, so what was your focus? Like, when you guys came up with this, it was just kind of like, we just going to do it just to do it? Or, because it be wasn't some, really based yeah, off of money. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, fresh. let's just But that's, like, how the, how. How like the best things turn out like when yeah. it's like you not you not basing it off mm-hmm. of money. Well, you not. Go and say it for everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Like I yeah, but like it. when you just like doing it, it's just like organic and like you don't care about nothing, but like you just enjoying the moment. And honestly, like yeah. this might sound bad. Like yeah, we weren't doing it for the money. We were doing it. Uh, to be cool. I know yeah. that sounds kind of whack. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. we just want to be fresh and just have fun. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, a lot of us. But that's what a lot of people want to do. Like, right. at, at the end of the day, like, we can put all these other things behind you, but at the end of the day, like, people want to have fun. People right. want to dress nice. People like that's And that's they a came out at the perfect time. Yeah, and see, like, at that time, so, like, me, I started with this dude named Steph, and um, he introduced me to this dude named Justin and Adrian. And I played basketball versus Justin and Adrian, but I ain't really. Like kick it with them. I'm from Bordeaux. They from Antioch. That was in the human fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Bordeaux. They from Antioch. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. just south side, north side. We just we just raised different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he was like, "Man, these my homies, man." I'm like, "Yeah, I know them." He's like, "Man, they want to help us." I'm like, "All right, cool." So we were all going to college, and we were all like athletes in high school, kind of planning on playing college ball, mm-hmm. and like it didn't happen. And so we had like all this free time and all this drive to like put into something you know and so I think that was one of the things is just like we were just 
we had free time. Right. And I think with social media now, yeah. it takes away from that free time. Right. Because now people are using that free time to scroll. Back then, it was like, we got Facebook. You're not about to be on Facebook no, all no, day yeah, in 2011. Yeah, like, you're going to post what you got to say, and then you off, or you're going to post your picture, and you off. So it's just like, now you're just sitting around the crib. It's summer, like, well, where we on? Where folks at, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's another reason. It was like, like you guys said, it was mad early. We called it in like the crazy transition. Like, I was telling Chloe, like, uh, one of our means of marketing was like, taking like flooding people's timeline on Twitter like, we had a, like a street team of, like 40 people and we were like hey we all gonna tweet about the new release mm-hmm. at noon but like it's not you not just tweeting like you retweeting everybody else and mm-hmm. so if you might just follow me but you'd be like that's that's the, I mean King of Friends is how I heard of you like like back back then like I that's it, I had never like you know knew that you lived in Nashville until that happened like you came out with that and then like immediately somebody like put me on cause they know I like clothes and shit <laughs> And so that was like the first time I heard of you years ago before like I don't think I met you until like maybe like four or five years later. Like, yeah. That's like the first time I heard of you, but like yeah, that shit was working. Yeah. That shit was working. And it's just like and I, like I, like we also say it was like before the whole idea of like being an influencer. Um, you know, like everybody's an influencer now. Like right. I'm gonna let you know what coffee to drink or what hand sanitizer to use. That's right. It's crazy to think of like like you said, like, yeah, no nobody was doing like I have my own brand, like I have my own clothing line. I remember when somebody brought that to me, like the person in Nashville have a clothing brand. And I don't know how, like, I didn't just dive right into it. Like now, if somebody told me like somebody like has their own clothing brand and they from Nashville, I would like dive into it to like try to see and see if I support them or see see what You might be like, dang, another person? But like, yeah. Now, yeah. Back then, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, that's, that's dope. Yeah. And then I never really like dove into it until like like I think it took me like maybe like a year or two later to like really dive into it. Like, yo, this is somebody from like where I live that like has their own clothing brand. That's dope. That's amazing. I don't know I don't know how other people received it, but like to me, like I wish that like I received it like better or like I wish I was like more mature mature then when I first received it because it's like, yeah. Like I said, y'all weren't doing, like, nobody in Nashville was doing shit like that. Nobody yeah. from, I couldn't name one person from Nashville that I can say, like, was starting their own clothing brand at that time. That's yeah. Like, yeah, you was definitely, like, ahead of And that. you gotta look at today, like, Instagram, like, how like, they were starting friends. before, like, we yeah. had all this yeah. shit. Like, before we had we all this shit. We talked about that. Yeah. And, time, I, and I felt like if we had like Instagram back then, it was kind of, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Because, like, we live in a... We live in a time where it's like, it's not cool to support something that's not already. Well, I'm not gonna say that, but it's just it's just odd. it's an odd time. Right, like you right. see people trying to do stuff for the community and they might not get the love and respect they deserve. Oh, all right. So why it's, do you think that is? Because I see that all the time. Everybody's a celebrity. Or think they're a celebrity? Everybody's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody okay. wants to be. Because everybody like, okay. now with Instagram, everybody like feels like they can be. Can be. Yeah, everybody, everybody has a platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's, I'm that dude. Like, I can't like too many pictures. Mm-hmm. Or I can't like that fly. That's just so crazy to me. Like, now, like, I think I would have felt like more like that, like, back in the day where mm-hmm. I felt before social media was popping that I can't like, I, I can't like support and be close to all these people. But now I'm like, I don't see like, it ain't like, we not blocking each other by supporting each other. It's yeah, not like it's and not that's blocking I, my shine. And that's something I, mean? I had to do a better job of, like, to where if I see 
anybody doing anything from Trap Friday to yeah. Kodak Kickback to, mm. you know, anything anybody got going on. Like, yeah, pull up. This is the move. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's how that's how everybody wins. That's how like that's how Atlanta people do the Atlanta rappers. All the Atlanta rappers just like pushing each other up. Atlanta rappers be on the Atlanta rappers. But I feel like we got better events. We like like I went to Kodak Kickback and I was like, this is like cool to do on a Friday. Like it ain't the club, but like to me it was more it was more feel like it was more beneficial than the club. I was able to interact with who wants to interact with easier than if I was in this venue with crazy loud music. And that's that's my whole thing about clubs. I don't I don't I don't like clubs. Yeah. I don't like clubs. I like to think when I'm old. Stop, <laughs> Stop fucking laughing. But see, the thing is, is like it's a it 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 benefits the culture, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got photographers, they right. doing what they love. You got models doing what they right. love. You got people that do fashion, you know, getting their fits off or getting their brands off. You had people doing pop up shops. You yeah. had people selling food. Oh, everybody, everybody's benefit. Everybody's, everybody's benefiting. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. you know, yeah. even yeah. even the person yeah. that just goes is yeah, just, just like, I'm about to get me a fresh pick for the gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like stuff like that, you know, I think we'll look back like three four years from now, and Kodak Kickback would be something like Bro, way is a bigger legend than for that. Yeah, Breezy <laughs> like Breezy is like I talk about. He gonna have. He definitely gonna have his own like tequila type because he's like. He's been a mentor to so many people, and he's so like humble and yeah, he's key. a good dude, man. Yeah, Breezy is just like he yeah, buys, like he buys yeah, I fresh. do, you know, I do photography now, and I tell you, I would not be where I am if it were not for him. Like he took me, and he would let me go on his shoots and just shoot behind the scenes. So and here, just let me ask shoot. you this: Is Breezy so like I I do like when I do my events, I put people in categories. Yeah. Is Breezy a DJ or is he a photographer? <laughs> Breezy a DJ. Breezy <laughs> a DJ. Man, I don't care what nobody said. Like, you listen to, like, so Breezy, the way he DJs is, like, uh, he will DJ for what you want. He's but a hell of a DJ. If you let him get he's a hell of a photographer as well, yeah. though. So. I, think, I think he knows music more than he knows photography. He does. I think he does. And what happens is he gets into, like, what, what his client wants. Like, and so he'll DJ under their guidelines. But if you let him have free range, mm-hmm. Breezy, a, he, he, Breezy will tear that shit yeah, up. He's a great DJ. Yeah. And, and then another thing I think was cool was like Kodak Kickback is just like, he gave a lot of the DJs a platform to build their brand. What was the dude like Mace? He had Mace. Mace, Mace is cold. And, like, and I didn't know anything about him, I until, didn't know him until Kodak Kickback. And I was like, yo, who is this dude? Like he, he know music. He know like how to DJ. And so he knows how to like remove himself to where he not in the way. Yeah. And, and give everybody else a platform. Like, if you look at Breezy's life, and like I've known him since like undergrad, if you look at his life, he consistently has somebody under him learning. And then they just go off their separate way and they do great. And like he don't want nothing in return for that. It's just like that's just the type of person he is. He had like DJ Louis P under him, he had like extra credit under him. He got Mace guy doing shit. He had me with the photography. That's like, and there's no telling. Like, he never talks about these things. Yeah, he like a so vampire I'm, though. I heard yeah. he's like 45. Yeah. Man, <laughs> <laughs> we know how old he is. Yeah, we don't, no, we don't know how old Breezy is. Man. Breezy he is. don't age, but he but don't age. He's just he out don't. there taking people under his wing and helping them be great for like for nothing. He don't want the shine. He don't want the credit. He don't yeah. want nothing. That's just like his spirit. Yeah. And that's a, that's. A, like you don't find support like that Mm-mm. all the time. Like Breezy, yeah, he's he's dope as hell. But like, 
switching lanes back to you. Like, what do you think were like some of your like, if if any, what were your, some of your mistakes? Like, if you had any, getting in my feelings as far as business goes. Elaborate on that. Being yeah. more like understanding of like mm-hmm. people in there and the moves they make mm-hmm. and not letting it affect me like uh emotionally I guess I'm being like mad transparent but um I've always been like even even now I've always been the young dude as far as business goes so whether I'm dealing with a store or dealing with a venue or dealing with a promoter or just dealing with a print shop or just dealing with the majority of people I do business with, they're older than me. Mm-hmm. And, like, people that are older than you, like, make bad decisions just like you do. Right. And you can't take that personal. You can't let it affect you. And you can't let it change how you move. I think a lot of times I've removed myself from situations because of, like, what someone did that and, and what they did wasn't right. Uh, but I should have been able to, like, stay clear and maybe forgive them or be more understanding or set more guards to prevent that from happening, but, but still use that age, same platform. Yes, it comes with age. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I would have done differently. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that definitely like I, would, I would never let anybody like just, you know, like, you know, they say, see me sweat. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. When it comes with age, you, you react to like how, how certain people act towards you differently because you, you see like you don't know what's going on you see that they have their own business you see that they have their own things going and you don't know what factors are leading to how they interact with you but I think yeah I think and you'd be like man this person this person supposed to be older than me like they supposed they to know how they shit together yeah they supposed right. to know that this ain't right but it's right. like nah <laughs> people all ages that they nah. got their shit nah. right and like there's definitely 22 year olds more like mature than 28 year olds it's just like you never know where a person is and another like, thing that may sound wild is I would not have um been so strict with my partners or employees or like the people that was on my team I would not have been so strict and cutthroat as a 22 year old kid like I feel like like all the guys I started King of Fresh with we like brothers like super close but I feel like I um I didn't I didn't understand you know you know and it wasn't until later in life when we had more conversations I'm just like dang bro like you ain't really do that from that place like you had mm-hmm. no business ethics and I'm not saying personal ethics I'm saying business right. ethics it's like, yo, that's not a good business move. And so it should have been more of like a us learning together rather than me being like, man, nah, bro, this ain't what we doing. Sure, I ain't got to have, you know what I'm saying? Like I would have been more like understanding for sure because you want as many people in your corner as possible. The worst thing I feel like ever is having somebody that goes 100 miles per hour for you go 30 miles per hour for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially when that nigga got a nice car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's the worst thing ever um, but you you know you live and you learn man I guess so I guess it's really it goes back to like just relationships I would have valued relationships more mm-hmm. and I would have been just forgiven and it's not like allowing people to just walk over you because a lot of times when you have a business you feel like you gotta protect mm-hmm. the integrity of your business you can't let people take advantage of you mm-hmm. you can't let people ruin your business so you gotta act a certain way 
when all in all, nobody really is in control of your business except the people involved. Right. And so I would have maintained that better and not allow the people on the outside make me feel as if they're affecting mm-hmm. that. So let's talk. Like when I like when I hear you say that, it's just like I think that like Sam, you still so young. Mm-hmm. Are you taking in all these lessons, and you still so young? Like you said, you're 26. Right. Right. 26 is young as hell. Like and just in the grand scheme of things, and just to be able to take in all these lessons and have all this knowledge, where like you know some people don't start to like take on, don't even start to get a hint of entre- entrepreneurialism until like you know, that 29, 30, 30 something and start like working on their ideas. Like you're learning so many lessons that can't really be taught anywhere else but going through this. It's like, seems like that's like a, a recipe for success to me. Yeah. Like it's just like, you know where to go, how to maneuver. And it just like, to me speaks to like the longevity of like what you have going and what your vision is. And so it's like, you know, that's dope to me. Cause like when I was, like I think when I was like 19, 20, I would have ideas and about this and that and like I just wouldn't execute just wouldn't execute and it's like it's nothing to it but to do it like with this podcast like you know I just like the, the first time I actually did it was like somebody was like just fucking go get a microphone and just do it and then that's all it took and then like when my photography were like breezy he was like yo just grab your camera and come on let's just do it and then that's just how it is and so I don't know. I kind of like, I, I respect the fact that y'all just like at that young age went out and did the shit and like you learning all these lessons by the time you're 26. Right. And I appreciate you pouring these shots up because <laughs> <laughs> people don't be drinking on tequila talk like I right. want them to be drinking. Like I'm like, you know. Yeah, I just kind of like, today I made my mind that well, when we scheduled this, I was just like, yeah, I know I'm going to be smacked on Wednesday, I mean on Tuesday night. Yeah. So Wednesday is going to be a unique day, but, um, but it's I mean, cool. that's, that's the point. And I think, like, you know, not for everybody, but for me, I think tequila brings out the best in you. It brings out the best in you. And so, it might, it high five. Personal <laughs> high five. All right, all right. High five. <laughs> <laughs> tequila just sometimes brings out the best in people. So, y'all want to run these shots before we continue? Yeah, yeah. we can. All right. Okay. All right, now I know how to take a shot now. What's your favorite like liquor? I guess. So don't ask me. I was like, you about to be talking to her? I'm, you know, like, I drink I'm gonna say wine. <laughs> it's not liquor. So what's your favorite tequila? Uh, if I had, if I had to choose, I would say Casamigos. That's it started with George Clooney. George Clooney was like the one that originated that, but he low key stole that shit from another like uh, distiller out in Mexico. Mexico, but their tequila is like smooth as hell. And he recently sold it for like a billion dollars or whatever, like crazy business deal. And it's just like the smoothest tequila that I've found in a while. You like it better than Don Julio? Yes. Okay. I think Don's overrated. I think really? Patron's overrated. Patron is Patron is really trash. bad. Yeah, yeah. Patron's bad. Patron is trash. You look, like, you got to run Patron I'll through a filter. I still like it. Y'all sponsor me. Up, <laughs> I think what? you threw that out the window with that one right there. <laughs> Patron is so trash. Though. Patron is so trash. Yeah. I got a I got a tequila company. It's out of Nashville. Uh, DC. Nah, it's Not called Qu- it's called Question with a C. I've never heard of that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like an upside down question mark. The okay. bottle super fresh. It was uh, 
Cinco de Mayo, my homie OG birthday. He had a, a party bus, and we went to the went to this liquor store in the Gulch to get a bottle of tequila. And I was looking for Don Julio. I said, like, we don't have any Don Julio, but we got this this one local brand. It's like premium. It's real nice. Um, we tried it, and it was popping. So they yeah they they actually doing Taco Tuesday okay. next week. So I'm gonna be there next week. Yeah, know. they uh, are they gonna be are they gonna be there? Yeah, I wanted to try to get some product for this. I wanted to bring a bottle for this, but um, I had the conference call today to get everything cleared. Uh, but it's super clean, super fresh, tastes good, smooth. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna sneak up on you. Uh, but it ain't like I I still feel like Don Julio is like. Don is good. Clean, regular, generic, good Don price. Is, but to me, Don is like old school premium. Don is like staple. I can see that. It's staple. Yeah, like yeah, you'll yeah. never like go like, all right, you'll never say Don is bad. And like people from all ages will be like, Don Julio is good. Yeah. But like, you know, like like younger generations are coming out and like, we do shit better. I would actually like, if, if I was in a, <laughs> if I was in a liquor store and I had to pick between Question and Don Julio, I'd probably pick Question every time. That's amazing. Just because it's a natural brand, and it was just it was just as good. Yeah. But I'm like a uh, I'm a gin drinker. <laughs> where, where Damn Lee, right? Hendrix, Hendrix gin. I used to drink I, I Bombay like Sapphire, but somebody put that's me. That's what I homie, y'all. Yeah. Homie Lee yeah. is strictly yeah. on Bombay yeah. Sapphire. Yeah. I like Key, Hendrix though. My homie Key Wayne put me on the Bombay Sapphire with the subtle stunt. Key Wayne. I used, he's a good guy. I was gonna say he's a regular guy. He ain't regular. He's a good guy. <laughs> Not regular. Uh, but my uncle was like, nah, you like the Bombay Sapphire, man. You try the Hendrix. So, like, Hendrix is usually my go-to. I used to be, like, a crazy cognac drinker, say. Yeah, but, man, I it, like, made me dark. sleepy, man. Bro, like, dark liquor like, makes me sleepy. Dark like, shit, I don't even like clear. Speaking of the say, what, ha- what happened to the... So y'all did the events, the happy, the happy hour. Like, the... The, the Good Fridays. Yes. Those were my best, like, last summer. It was popping. Last time I was having the time of my life, I was making terrible decisions <laughs> every week, every Friday. Um, I was making terrible decisions. Put it like this: It's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. We're gonna do Good Fridays. I'm kind of like building up on doing events again. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all a lot of times, a, a lot of times, like it's frustrating when people don't get what you're trying to do creatively, mm-hmm. and it was just like a lot of things. Like creatively, that weekend didn't want to change. I can see that. I'm like, not gonna speak on that because I might like need this. Like, yeah, I'm gonna speak on it. <laughs> like, I was doing it with Crisis. He was running yeah. behind one day. It just so happened this day, Jay Z's album dropped. So why are we playing this weak ass Pandora playlist with all mm-hmm. these old ass R and B songs? That's, right. That's a Put the Jay Z album on and just let this thing go. Until crisis get here, or like let the garage doors up. It was like even instances where the bartenders or the waitresses didn't know the specials, so it was just like a lot of extra stuff like I operational. Like the don't want to win. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, damn. They got every opportunity, <laughs> but I feel like the weekend don't want to win. They win it. You see the cars in the front by the owners. They win it. But they could be like, but they could be doing so much more. And, and well, look at it this way, and I and I had to learn this. There's probably a young dude out here that's like, man, Jay Fields could really be killing it with the King of Fresh, and he tripped. Man, if I had his platform, I would be doing this. I would be right, doing right, that. right. It's like the 
the younger and younger you are, the more you learn from other people's moves mm-hmm. and the more, um, I don't want to say eager, but the more you're motivated to do more. You right. know what I'm saying? Like they have, they, they're, they're black men that own a bar in Nashville. How many other black men own a bar in Nashville? Like they can do so much. Well, I'm just saying, like, just look at that. How many other black men own a bar in Nashville? So you got to look at what people see their level of success. Like, right. to them, they successful. They make their money. It's a line down the block Friday, Saturday. You know, they good. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's going to be somebody that comes along the way and creates something that's a little bit more modern or forward than we can. But, like, they're they're doing they're doing their part, put it like that. They yeah, opened up something. But I like, to me, like, my gripe with them, like, you putting yourself in a position to get knocked off. You, that, that's, it's always gonna be somebody pulling up to the weekend, as long as Nashville is a city. That's true, but like, one last time you went to the weekend. <laughs> All right, we that don't Sunday. count. <laughs> that don't count. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Look, I told Rob. You know what I'm saying. So look, look, hold on. I, I did see you, my man, my man, and I didn't say I didn't mean like that. I promise I didn't mean like that. Look, look. So I'm good. Like Rob, Rob, me and Rob used to throw parties together. Like when I was 18, 19 years old. Um, I learned a lot from Rob. Yeah. Good dude. Um, man, I say I told Rob this, man, like, you need to throw a like I hate the weekend party. Because everybody says that. Like, man, I hate the weekend, man. You know how many times I've been like, man, I'm never going back to the weekend again. And well, then guess what? I'll be back in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Else to do. <laughs> so yeah, like, I mean, they doing their part. Yeah. They doing their part. Yeah. What needs to happen is there needs to be more leadership in the black community to open up businesses to fulfill other voids. Yeah. Right. You know, we need to stop buying Jordans and Louis Vuittons and buy real estate and, and that's, ideas. That's, that's a conversation I have with like one of my homies that's over one of like the little promotions groups and shit. It's like, it's like, cause they, they don't have, they don't really have no competition. Like at the end of the day, like they don't have a lot of competition when it comes to like Black nightclubs. Let me like, ask you this. Let me ask yeah. you this. What is what is competition? Competition. Let me ask you this. Hold on. I'm gonna interview you. Go ahead. Do you feel like King of Fresh has competition? Not in that. Not in that field. But like in general, yeah, I feel like y'all got plenty of competition. So who is who is who is? Give me King of Fresh top top three competitions. Any you can name any street where you wearing one right now. Kip, I think it's your competition. I think this shirt right there reminds me of the black on black shirt that I got from you. Yeah, they you know they they saw the swag. No, but. I started to say, like, Kith is not, Kith is not my competition, and I'm not Kith's competition because I have on a Kith shirt today, and I might have on a King of Fresh shirt tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I have on wings and horns, shorts. I have on Calvin Klein draws. Right, right. I on Nike shoes. I started to say, like, there's a platform for everybody. There's an opportunity for everybody to win. You just got to know your market, and you got to know your people. And so I don't, I don't really believe in... Like competition, like but I don't think, think competition of, is a bad thing. I think yeah. competition and collaboration are two things that like just just need to exist, and I don't think they necessarily embark. Collaboration for sure, but not competition. You don't think so? Competition is only good for. I think competition conversation. People. It's only like like it's only good for, you know, cookout talks. Like who's the better basketball player in the league? It's but people are going to have those talks regardless. Whether certain you people, competition certain or not, people, eventually I, you figure it out like it's personal preference. So he might buy King of Fresh every day, 
but the dude in New York gonna buy Kith every day. And there's nothing I can do to get that person in New York to buy Kith every day. I'm sorry, King sorry. of Fresh every day. Just like I feel like there's nothing that Ronnie Faye can do to get him to buy King of Fresh every day. I mean, uh, to get him to buy Kith but every day. He's gonna buy King of Fresh every day because Ronnie Faye will never be hmm. to him what Jay Fields is to him. No homo. But does it not drop? Does 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 that not drive you? <laughs> does that not drive you at any point? It's like to look at somebody and like what they're doing, like, yeah, you know. yeah, for sure. Almost definitely influenced by all them people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so that's like I don't, I don't, I don't view competition as a negative thing. I don't think mm-hmm. it has to be a negative thing because for me, like, I look at myself and I see like different photographers out there, and I don't think people take my shit seriously, and I think I'm a damn good photographer, and I'm like. All right, let's run some. Like, 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 like. Let's see who. Let's see who's really like about this shit. And I don't care if they win. I don't care if they like. Comp- to me, competition doesn't mean like I lose and then like I like just disappear. It just means that like we're both in the same, same space. Yeah. We're in the same space and we're trying to drive each other forward. Right. And I don't think Black Rob and the Weekend have anybody to drive them forward, which is why they continue to same do the same thing, thing because nobody. But they switching up. I think they created now. one of the best events that they've done in a long time. What is what that? Event? After brunch. Did I saw both of you guys at? We just so happened to <laughs> pop up. Look, 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 look. I saw both of y'all. Look, look, look. I saw both of y'all on Sunday. Matter of fact, the majority of people in this room was there. <laughs> We're not going to bring that up. But it, it, it had been a while because, like, I like. Thank you. I, I like the weekend, but I was like, I feel like there's so much more that can be brought to, like, the city. And that that no one else is doing that, and so he doesn't have to do anything. That's 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 why I like competition because competition means Drive. somebody else has to do something. Like you have to do something to keep up with that other person. Yeah. And it's not like it. Like I said, it doesn't have to be bad. Y'all can be best friends and competing. And when I play sports, like me and my best friend, like yo, I'm gonna push you to this next level because I'm trying to beat you. And it's not no ill spirit towards it. At the end of the day, we can shake up and we can be best friends. But, like, this competition is going to drive us to be better. And I feel like Black Rob and The Weeknd, they just have no competition when it comes to night venues for black people. That's how I feel like they are in Nashville. And so things have been kind of stagnant. When they do. They do. Like, they I, they had the, uh, what's it called, with the headphones shit, the silent party. They had the and that was my party. homie L. Yeah. I just had to say that. <laughs> my my homie L, that's his. That was his event. He just did it at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and so, so you known. just said like again. You just said your homie L did that. Black Robin them did not do that. I feel like they comfortable. But they did a club. They did a venue. So imagine you being a person like Black Rob was providing events for so many, like for an audience here. Like when I graduated high school and went away from school and came back, like I always wanted to go to the fly major parties. Like oh. DJ Drama gonna be here. This is back when. Let's let's you know like how old we are, Chloe. Yeah. DJ Drama. Oh, DJ Drama. DJ at a party. Oh, I'm most definitely in there. Like they cre- they went from not being able to really carry out what they want to carry out creatively because right. the venues here were blocking out a certain clientele to like fuck it. We're not going through nobody no more. We gonna have our own venues and we're gonna create our own vibe. Right. You know, and they do that every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They do. And so it's just they like, I feel like... people, though. I just like that's because y'all don't go out. Oh, I go out. <laughs> this one don't, but I, I go out. He gonna put me on the spot like, yeah, I go out. Then he just say he don't like clubs. Yeah. Run that back. That's not, that's not a club, <laughs> that's, a, that's a lounge. You know, I, I guess. Hookah bar. 
it's same people, it. same like, crap. Man, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for, man. Sometimes something like, uh, different, maybe an experience. Yeah, but I think it's more like the Kodak kickbacks, that, the Taco that, Tuesdays, like uh, the yeah. art shows. That yeah, shows. I'm looking for like a little creativity in it, and and just like I just or don't maybe DJ. don't like. I don't get that. Like I go into the weekend sometimes, and I just feel like. Damn, it's these same niggas from Nashville and it's, it's, it's the same, same weak-ass playlist. And damn, did a Pandora commercial just come on? And then I'm ready to go. And that's how it is. And then, I mean, and like like I said, not to take anything, because I like I love what Black Robinson... I'm, I'm at the weekend before I'm at anywhere else. Yeah, it's the, it's the so end-all, be-all. Yeah, I can't, I can't I take I think it's more so of like... Also, people like to hold themselves accountable and they don't want to be like that person that's just always out. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like the weekend is like the reason why because you can go to all these like when I go to back corner I don't feel like, like right, I went out Friday. On back, back corner. yeah I don't feel like like when I go to back corner on a Friday rather, rather than going the weekend on a Friday it's two different vibes right. like I feel low in back corner like I'm in there with the people I came with mm-hmm. I might see three four other people I know when I go to weekend it's like and I went out people yeah, like, That's I'm it. about to shake hands with a hundred niggas in yeah, it, like, your people. nah, yeah. and so I think a lot of times when people just want to, it's raining, people want to yeah. be, what time is it, so rain at 9.30 next Tuesday, so it's, it, watch, uh, people want to be, people want to be around people that they, well, at least me. Oh, y'all don't like my meteorology life. Yeah, I was going right next to this area, right? <laughs> I know. Patterns, man. Seasons, yeah, man. Yeah, you know? Uh, I was there with you. That was my biggest fear, too, about doing Taco Tuesday because it's like people outdoors. People still don't come out. Oh. Nah, people well, it's don't indoor, come out. outdoor. Uh, Where's so, it at? Uh, White Avenue Studios. It's over by Bill Lawrence. Fly. Uh, it's it gonna, is. It's going to pop yeah, off. It's super fly, man. You know. You said, hold on. It's like, so it's unlimited tequila. And like, how many tacos? We run out. Niggas. Sure Ain't nobody got nothing else time. to do on Tuesdays. Tell you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to pop off. I do. Chloe didn't tell you about it. So we were talking about support. So like wow. this is one of the moments like I would feel like Court Chloe wasn't supporting me, man. That's crazy. She didn't tell she you. The same group we both that you put it in. But she might be like me and don't even check that group. Nah, that's a lie. Nah, she don't read. nobody check that group. Anyway, look. Let me get back. Let me get back to you, man. Let me get back to you, cause you you are the, the person that we're interviewing. And so, like, all right, with 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 King of Fresh, and so, like, how did you like? One thing I know this is like you got your your product in the hands of celebrities. Like, how how does that come about? Cause like people can't do that. Everybody has a product, and they can't get it in the hands of a LeBron. They can't get it in the hands of like a Ray Shermer. Like, can get it in the hands of a big Sean. How does how does that come about? Like, what, what differentiates you from other other people that are starting their own brand? Relationships, and not be limited to yourself to the people you already know. Mm-hmm. Um, being being willing to meet new people. Like, I went to Maine, America last year, and um, in Philly, and I probably got like twenty contacts. Um, a dude out of Atlanta named Nick Grant, super lyrical dude. I know Nick. Uh, All right, okay. My my people was telling me about him. I went to go see him perform. He was performing on the title stage, which is kind of like mm-hmm. the most low-key stage. And I was like, yo, this dude cold. And so I called him backstage afterwards. He was like, yo, I got a brand. 
you know, I would love to get you some product. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to go on tour with Nas and Lauren Hill. Like, who goes on tour with Nas and Lauren right, Hill? Yeah, like, right. that's powerful, you know? And so we sent him to MLK. He wore it on the first tour date. Uh, so it's about, like, just building relationships. And, and not only that, like, I met a boxer who was signed on Rock Nation as an athlete. Uh, of course, like, people like Lenny S. and Emery Jones. Like, the person that's over Rock Nation, Latina. Uh, the person over philanthropy, I, I shot him some gear. We gave away a hundred hoodies to, well, the hurricane in Texas. I don't know mm-hmm. which, one, which one was that one. Irene. I forget the name of it. Said Irene. Which? The one last yeah. fall. Yeah, yeah, I forget the name of it. It was right before the, the crazy Florida one. Um, yeah, we gave away a hundred hoodies then. So like, I've just always been the type of person like it's all about who you know, yeah. and who knows you, and you know, like if you hear it, no, like it's cool, like all right. But if I told you, like, yo, I got a shirt for you, you're going to be like, bet. Like, now, when you get the shirt, it, det- it determines if you're going to wear it to the gym yeah. or if you're going to wear it to the club, depending on right. how slow the shirt yeah. is. Or you might wear it to an interview. That's the thing. You got, <laughs> right, you got LeBron with a trophy with your shirt on. Right. It's just God, bro. That's crazy. It's just God. That ain't even... I can't even be like, oh, yeah, I did that. Like, he had the shirt a year before then. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I would be transparent. Uh, he followed 200 people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to follow 10 people. My Twitter page looked popping. One of these people going to follow me back. <laughs> Somebody followed me back. I was like, hey, I'm Jonathan Fields. I go to Belmont. I see LeBron follows you. I have a brand. We make these shirts. Taking my town to South Beach, inspired by him. Um... You know, I would love if you can, you know, throw me the oop. You know, she was just like, I'm his stylist. And I was like, oh, snaps. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, perfect. <laughs> um, man, we was broke as hell then. We weren't broke, but we was broke. And I was telling my guy, Adrian, who uh, was doing a little bit better than us financially. I was like, bro, we got a next day to package, bro. We got to get this to him, like, tomorrow. I think it was, like, $300. He was like, you sure? I'm like, bro. Trust me, dog. Trust me. We get this to him, like, it's going to pay off. Like, nigga, this is a style. She said, send the shirts. Like, man, we must have sent dude like $500 worth of gear. Like, it's all kind of shirts. So she sent a text. was like, yeah, he's been wearing the shirts he likes. And I was like, oh, can we get a picture? She's like, I don't really do that. You know, like, a lot of brands send product. Like, mm-hmm. that'll make me, like, more biased to you guys. Like, just trust me. He's wearing it. He rocks with it. Boom. And so, um, a whole year goes by, and I get a phone call. Somebody's like, yo, man, you would never guess who's wearing your clothes. I'm like, who? I was like, man, if I tell you, you wouldn't believe it. Like, it was just two minutes of, like, <laughs> them just not wanting to tell me. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. to somebody, like, I ain't going to say, like, Big Crit or somebody. Like, <laughs> Big Crit, cool, though. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm thinking it's like, oh, okay, somebody that we just. I was like, man, I'm going to just send you the picture. And they sent me the picture, and I was like. I was in Knoxville. It was up there kicking with summer, like summertime. I was in the car with my homie Shivers. I was like, bro, pull the car over now, bro. He's like, man, what are you talking about? I was like, bro, pull the car over now, nigga. I got LeBron in here, nigga. It's lit, nigga. You know, we going crazy. We go back to the apartment, man. We thought, like, oh, we got to roll up. We got to celebrate, you know. But we was so asleep. Yeah. We should have put the shirts online and just... This is before you can promote a picture. Yeah, yeah, Just put that in perspective. Like, 
Instagram was around, but it wasn't it like, like you can just like, yeah. you know, we should have been like, yo, MLK shirts, boom, we probably would have sold a thousand of them. Bro. You know? I seen uh, that shit, I was like, God damn. I'm like, <laughs> it made me just be like, man, God is real. Like, you just, you get what you give. Like, anytime you put your energy into something, it's going to reciprocate, whether it be positively or negative. So you got to just make sure you're putting your energy into the right things. Um, but, I mean, we've been on, like, 106 in Park before they mm-hmm. shut down. Um, you said Ray Schrammer, uh Big Sean, of course, he rocked Big with Sean. me. Draymond. What's your relationship with Big Sean? Um, I'm saying it's like a friend. It's like a homie, yo. Man, we cool. We mad yeah. cool. Um, talked to him last week. Uh, we do market. I do marketing for him, like just different ideas. Uh, tour merch. We actually got his DJ doing Taco Tuesday. I uh, saw that. Yeah, I too. How tall is he? Who? Big Sean. How tall is he, bro? <laughs> He's probably five eight. <laughs> <laughs> I always really? be wondering that. I'll be I, like, I see him. I'm like, tall. he seemed tall, but like, it's then tough. I see him next to Janae. I go and I'm like, yeah, he ain't oh, that tall. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's a small guy. But yeah, I, I definitely know. like. Yeah, I peep. I peep y'all relationship. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people. Yeah, peep he, like uh, he he's been more like a. I want to say a mentor because like, he do music and I do clothes, but like. Anything I need from him, he got me. Think, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he—it's uh, just kind of cool to know somebody at that level. Yeah, uh, you can pick up the phone and call him. Like, yeah. I mean, he's an A-list artist. He signed to Kanye West. Yeah, that's and not talk that's about not like a the normal thing. seven degrees of separation. It's like I know Big Sean. Big Sean knows Kanye. Kanye knows. Uh, Jay Z and Jay Z knows Beyonce and Beyonce knows Michelle Obama and Michelle Obama knows Barack Obama. So I know Barack Obama. Bro, that's not and a thing. That you know what I'm saying? Like, like people don't think about that. But like, like, it started off by saying I know Jay Fields is on Jay Fields. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> so you know Obama. You know, like, and that's how I think. And that's how I think of business. I'm just like, if I'm ever like, man, I really want to get Chris Paul and some gears. Like, all right, well, who do I know that knows Chris Paul? All right. Okay, well, who do I know that knows that person that knows Chris Paul? Well, it's like, well, I know that nigga. And if I tell him what I'm trying to do, and it's beneficial for everybody, like, why wouldn't it? Like, that's the only reason why I ain't met Obama, because I don't have anything beneficial for him. And when people start thinking of it like that, like, people be kind of hurt when, oh, can you give my music to so-and-so? It's like, what is so-and-so going to do for you? What other artists have they put on? Mm -hmm. What kind of... Labels that do they have? What kind of business do they have? Like, can that person sign you? Who else are they signed? And if they do sign you, are they just gonna be getting money from you, or are they gonna put you on? Like, lots of people have like false realities, and they take it the wrong way. Like, man, I gave so and so my music, and they weren't rocking when it was like, man, either your music just wasn't that great, or they just couldn't do nothing for you, right. which is which is okay. But if you got a product that's like meant for somebody, they gonna they gonna grab it. Right. I feel that. I feel that. All right. So I'm. A, that's something that's been on my mind for a minute. It's uh the humble thyself. Right. The humble thyself caps. They came out and I immediately was attracted to them because I'm like a like. I think I'm a humble person. Mm-hmm. 
I think. Might be wrong. I think I'm a Alright, so this is what somebody told me. <laughs> if you say you humble, you're not humble, bro. Damn, that's God. what somebody hey, that's, that's what somebody told me. Then he said, I think I, I think, think I'm a humble. Somebody told me if you th- if you say you humble, you're not humble. Um, so like what what was the thought process behind that? What 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 chain of events led you to before you answer, let's hit these shots that she just poured up. Let's hit these shots that she just poured up. Yeah, she didn't pour one for herself. She shortcutted me. She got a she had a decent amount on there. Yeah, you can have a little bit. Oh wow. Oh, you pour way more. And, uh, <laughs> you got a shot left. Okay. Alright. Let's go. Um What ha- what like what was going on where you felt like you needed to create it create those shirts? It was more like a personal message. Mm-hmm. It was a message to myself. Um a lot of times with King of Fresh, like I create stuff that's like, like what I'm going through or the lessons I've learned. God dang, Diddy. Um, <laughs> um, golly. So around that time period, like it was something that I needed to do in order to reach the next level. Right. Um, I grew up like admire like Kobe and Kanye West. Just imagine how cocky those guys are. Um, so, with the early success, of course, like the LeBrons and being sold in Nashville, Atlanta, uh, New York, and having cool people wear the brand, making good money, I think I was a little cocky. And I needed to humble myself in order to reach the next level because it can come off distasteful. Because like somebody don't know you, you know what up, man? I'm Jay Fields, man. It's like, all right, well, nigga, who are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, he got a brand, but it's like, it's just clothes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or it's just basketball, or it's just music. Cool, you ain't God. Like, chill. Like, and I think that, for, so for me, it was like a mess, a personal message. And I think I, I dug in a little deeper. And I'm a spiritual dude, so uh, a couple, couple read a couple scriptures, and I was just like, yo, that's it. And at the time, like, the old English was, like, hot. Like, putting old English in streetwear. Mm-hmm. But I, I connect old English with, like, biblical mm-hmm. ideas. Um, and so I was just like, man, I need something that's, like, super strong. Um, something that, like, everybody can wear. Like, whether it be exactly. my pastor. You know? And so that was the piece, man. And I tell you, there's, like, been nothing else that, like, struck me as much as that. Like, you know, I, I, I just buy shit. I just buy shit because, like, I like it and I think it's hot. But, like, the humble ass shit, like, when I saw that shit, I was like, message. <laughs> I saw that shit to myself. Like, I need to, like, like that's something that I need to do. And so, like, I bought that. I bought that not so much as, like, fashion as much as I buy, like, other shit as fashion. I just bought that shit as a personal message to myself. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yo, like, for real, like, humble yourself. Like, nigga. It's a lot of people out here doing a lot of great things and then you doing good, but like still, like at the end of the day, you need to like humble yourself and see what like you've been blessed with. And so that struck, a, that that one really struck a chord with me. That, the black on black tee really struck a chord with me as well. Uh, but like, but yeah, the humble thyself is like something that like, I would wear, like when I bought that, I would wear religiously. And it was just like, yeah, that was, I, I really rock with that shit. 
you don't see a lot of people come themselves to like especially like yeah especially like somebody that's like has a, a clothing brand and something that like other people co- covet and something that like you you have relationships with like big shine and you got celebrities wearing your stuff celebrities wearing your clothing and you got a, a hat that says a hat or a shirt whatever that says humble thyself to me that like really like it's like I fuck with that the wrong way yeah um it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Um, when did you come out with that one? I think it's been like two years now. Yeah. That's a timeless piece. I'm just thinking about like being humble. You know how it's just like it's yeah, timeless. It'll yeah, go it's crazy because it'll like, go with, you know? the Kendrick move happened like after. After. Mm-hmm. And so I think it kind of, I don't want to say it got like, curve, right? I don't want to say it got lost in it, but it was just kind of like, so. But that's not oh, y'all you made them because of Kendrick. It's like, nah, nah bro. Like, you made this a year before Kendrick. Like, exactly. that's something you and it ain't no knock to Kendrick. But, but I think like when you try to give like somebody like Kendrick a humble thyself hat, he might look at it like, man, this man biting off me. And it's like, nah. Like, but that's like, to me, to me, when I look at you, that's like a beautiful thing. Like, so when you look at like, all right, where you were when you started before people, where you were when you did the humble thyself before people, like, that's like that's that's something that you gotta look at like that's telling them out. That's that's something that I can do. Like I know or even if I don't know, I feel what's gonna happen in the future and I can be that before it happens and like eventually, eventually other people are gonna catch on to that. Cause like I catch on to that, she catches on to that. Right. Like that's something that like people are gonna catch on to. So in the terms of like your longevity, your career that is a beautiful thing. And then, and then like, it's just like, as long as it gets the job done, like as long as you move the product, because like a lot of times, like we look at stuff about like getting the credit. Right. And if you're doing it for the right reasons, like if, you, if you're trying to teach humility, like I don't think that you do it by Oh, I came up with this idea. It was me. It was me. Like that ain't that ain't from a genuine place. And so it's all good, you know. Like you said, the people that know, they know. Um, the hat sold. <laughs> you know, it ain't like we lost money doing them. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, time is about to slip away from us. I got a few more questions for you. One thing that's just important to me is just like. Uh, so, like, all the movers and the shakers of the city fuck with you. To me, when I see, like, people that are, like, doing shit in the city, all of them fuck with you. Like, what, like, wh- how did you build them? Why Why do they fuck with you? At the end of the day, why do, why do they fuck with you? Why do people that are doing shit in the city, in Nashville, which is a city that's closed off, to me, against a lot of shit that, like, black people are doing to push their culture forward, why do they fuck with you? I think it's just being a, a real dude, being honest. Like I said, being supportive. I support everybody. Or I try my best to. Uh, if I can't be there, I shoot a text like, yo, I see you doing this. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like I give out what I want to receive. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that's what it is a lot of the times. It's just, and, and I'm always trying to pour into people. 
So as far as like artists or photographers or DJ, I done hired every DJ and photographer almost. I'll get you in there. <laughs> um, I said artist wise, <laughs> man. I done tried to help them like all build their brands, build right. their career, put some money in their pocket. So I think that's what it is. Like people look at me as just like, like I'm. I don't need anything from anybody. Right. Like there's always another photographer. There's always, you know. So if I rock with you, I'm rocking with you. You know. Everybody, everybody got good pictures. Everybody got good like product at this point, right. you know. And so, um, I think it's more so like I've been able to make my business personal. So like a lot of my business relationships, or like my personal relationships, I think people feel that, like they feel that I genuinely yeah. care about them. Mm -hmm. Like I don't. It's not that I don't care about their product, you know. I do care about their product, but like if you. If you put out a bad product, I'm not gonna write you off. Yeah, I can, I can fuck with that. Cause to me, that's like the people that I found that like really, really like put on for me are people that just like fuck with me, and I feel like it's personal. Yeah, like I feel like like there's something more than like you just believe in what I'm doing. Like there's just some personal level of this, and it just like it feels different. And like for me to like see that like. I don't know. Like I said, I've been watching you from afar from a minute. And to see, like, so many people, like, consistently put you on with just, to me, speaks to your character. Like, the whole city not going to put you on without, like, you you giving back to the city or you putting on something, you being a person that is worth putting on. And, like, when I say the city puts you on, it's just not, it's not... It's just everywhere. It's coming from all different angles. And so that's what, like, makes me look at them like, all right. Like, it's not coming from, like, one side or one person. It's just, like, there's an entire group of people that, like, vouch for you. And so there has to be, to me, there has to be the something something more that, that speaks to, like, your character. And it's a blessing, man. Like, it's a blessing to have people that just genuinely mess with you. Like, that's, you can't, and you can't take it for granted. Because it can just... Then it's just like that. People just be like, man, we don't, man, we off King of Fresh. We don't wear that no more. Right. We wearing uh. That sounds to me else. like friends, which right. all right. So so for both of y'all, so like for y'all that don't know, Chloe's like up on fashion, and so to to both of y'all, like like what do y'all make of like the current state of fashion? Because like I think fashion right now is like it's in Africa. Athletic. Athleisure, minimal. Athleisure type of like. But you know what though? But real quick though, me and him were talking, and like he was showing me pictures of like King of Fresh when it first came out mm -hmm. versus now, and it's completely different because it's like really minimal now, like pastel colors. King of Fresh just a simple King of Fresh, no like design, big design. Mm -hmm. That's because of the trend right now. Right. It's minimal. It's athleisure. It's just simple that's just how we rocking now yeah i also think it's more so like fashion is more influence based right and people are buying like every everybody's making the same items they just putting a logo on there right true and so it's just like oh i rock with this person so i'm gonna wear this person's t-shirt right now this person's i definitely got some ideas that are non-original same well, no, nah, I feel like, well, no, nah, they're not original because they definitely come from, they're like, They're not 90s. original, but they're original. And then in my mind, like, they are. And so I feel like, you know, with certain fields, I don't feel like 
You need a drink, girl. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> baby said, nah, I don't feel like it's that much of a problem that like other people are in there, but like you know my cup. First of all, hold on, because I want y'all saying I'm babysitting on <laughs> my the shape of my cup is a lot different than the shape you guys blah, cup. So blah, I had we like, had I don't I don't had two you know three vertical. Glasses. His cup is a little more vertical than ours, <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie. We don't have a few more glasses. I gotta go to the bathroom. Ours look a little bit lower, but like, all right, to go ahead and kind of like wrap this up, like, for for you, what is like, what's the end goal of King of Fresh? Like, what what do you envision for yourself and for the brand? So like the the whole thing of like King of Fresh is like so logos like a broken heart and a crown. So, mm-hmm. um, like it's pushing a message of like remaining fresh and pushing through like negative situations. Mm-hmm. And perseverance and so I just hope like somebody like can embody that and just look at like every king has been through something to get to where they are um, but they have to push through that to remain fresh have to stick their chest out and make it happen so like just pushing that through clothing and kind of like you know creating that that attitude through the clothing um, like when you wear a shirt that says king of fresh that's like mad confident like I don't feel like anybody with low self-esteem can really wear a shirt that says King of Fresh. Right. Because, like, just the reactions I get from people that have no correlation with the brand or, like, they don't even know me. I can be in Walmart and it might be somebody ringing up. It's like, King of Fresh, I like that. Like, it's a certain type of confidence that comes with that. And so, giving people that, you know, to where when they put this shirt on, they feel a certain way about themselves. They carry themselves a certain way, but I think what I have to do a better job is finding that person with that that broken heart mm-hmm. and helping them put their crown on. If that makes sense. Like finding that person that's low and being like, "Yeah, I know you feel this way, but this is what you got to do. You got to keep it pushing. You got to keep it moving." Right. Um, so I think that's the final goal is just like making sure that that message like comes. Yeah, you alive. gotta tell your story. You gotta tell that story, bro. Cause like. I, yeah, I never heard that perspective of you, but like when I see that with like the broken heart, like you know, you don't know how many people that like would resonate with that if only they knew like that's that's, that's what, what that means. Are. That's yeah, what yeah. that means, and so they see it and they think it looks cool, but like to notice like that's what it means. Like there's a lot of us like that just like are out there and just like well, you don't have that confidence. You don't have that like you have that broken heart, but you don't know that you can push through and like just like. Like exude like something that's confident and something that's fresh and like people are people are looking for that. I think like that's that's something that you can definitely like expound on like the fact that like push your push your story, bro. Yeah. Push, push and that's and that's something story. I have to do better is just like um, the narrative. Like I always try to leave stuff to like personal interpretation mm-hmm. like with the black on black design we didn't do any type of storytelling y'all didn't but like I don't know the way I saw it. like when I saw the black on black design like I copped that shit so fucking fast what did you think the meaning behind it was for, for me black on black like and like the X on it means like like that's t- for me there's no such thing as black on black crime that's that's what to me that's what it means to me there's no such thing as black on black crime because to me when I see like People, there's crime, there's high crime where people are close to each other. And so black on black crime to me means like 
people in the same communities killing each other, which when you look at white people, people in white communities are killing each other, people in Asian communities are killing each other. You are killing people and you are committing crime where you are close to. And when I saw that shirt, that's what I mean. I, it it took away from me like the narrative that like every time some shit happened, people was like, well, look at black on black crime. And that shit used to piss me off. Every every time some shit happened, every time a black person was slain, people would be like look on black on look at black on black crime, and then talk to me, and I'm like, that shit ain't got nothing to do with this. That shit means like black people are killing people because they live by black people. Like you don't live in these same neighborhoods, so you're not getting slain, you're not getting robbed. And this shit's not happening. I'm like shit, but that's like when you look at white on white crime, it's the same thing. Asian on Asian crime is saying people are killing and robbing people at where these things happen. Well, it was crazy. Such so that is probably almost two years old. I think it is two years old. That was not. It was actually the total opposite. I've never heard anybody say it that way. But like that's why you can't put your foot in your mouth. It's art. You gotta let people have their own interpretation. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was more like like the black male is the most endangered species. Right. As far as like human beings. And so knowing that, like if you look at wildlife, if there's an endangered species, there's certain things that can't happen. Like you can't hunt this animal. You can't, you know, do certain things. And so I feel like change happens from within. There's nothing more frustrating than seeing us get so frustrated about a police officer killing a young black man and then uh, a young black man killing another young black man and there's no frustration there. Especially when it comes from the neighborhood where you from. Like I said, I'm from North Nashville, Bordeaux. Same. Uh, that's one of the most... I mean, if you know about that neighborhood, you know. And it's frustrating when you got a 16-year-old kid killing another 16-year-old kid. And it's just like, where is that same frustration? Like, right. why aren't we setting up different guards and preventions to let them know, like, that's not okay? Like, because there's so many different obstacles that this person's going to have to face. And that's one that we shouldn't even have to face, you know? And so, uh, for me, it was more of, like, coming from there, it was just, like, I can't stop Officer Tom from doing whatever he gonna do. Right. But what we should be able to do is stop different things that's going on within our community. Right. Uh, and, and prevent that. And so, that's that's where it came from, 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 from my perspective. But, but, like I said, like, I, we haven't done a great job of storytelling. We've always left it from the for the customer to have like. But yeah, um, that, that's beautiful. Cause like I said, like I said, the moment like the moment I saw the black, and I I probably like even with Noya's perspective, I probably be like, all right, I fuck with that, I'll get it. But like to see that shirt, to see nah, that it's shirt, cold though, cause it can go it can go both it ways, can go both man. Ways. It can go both like, ways. To see that shirt, but it's just like you, it I guess you're really identifying what you feel is a problem. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like. Feel like there's there is but there's nothing that can be done about police brutality there is but there isn't and people aren't willing to do what it is yeah that's a whole nother level people aren't willing to do it what it is um and you can't fight fire with fire so that's i would true. suggest doing what isn't that like what, what could change that i would suggest changing. You, you suggest doing what you can control but changing your community yeah yeah and changing like the way you carry yourself like my mom always told me, like, you know, when you get pulled over, be mad respectful. Don't make no sudden movements. Like, I was prepped. Yeah. And so I never, like, disrespected a cop. I never felt comfortable 
talk in a certain way, but there's people out here that do. And, I mean... You don't know what happened to them. That, I'm, I'm the same way you are. Like, when I, when I tell you, like, I never get, like... I don't get speeding tickets. I don't get all kind of tickets. I can drive around with, like... I, I drove around literally for a year without renewing my tags. And I was just, like, respectful. Respectful, quote-unquote. And just, like, talk to them. And, like, you can get away with a lot of shit, but, like, everybody's not, like... Everybody's not taught the same mm-hmm. way. And, like, shit can go com- completely south. I don't know. What the fuck was the last question? What you say Drake and Pusha T or Drake? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You ready? Put that shit on the phone. You are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> last question, man. I just want to hear, like, somebody else's take on Drake and Pusha T. The, the, the beef. What's going on with them? What, like, what do you feel is the right thing to do? What do you feel? Just just tell me your thoughts on it. Right. Um... Just make good music, man. Just make good music? Just make good music. For all of them? Both sides. I think, for, for, for me, so, I fuck with Pusha T. Fuck on the long way. Fuck from the long way. I was just watching um, Breakfast Club. And You're too young for this. It's okay. But, <sighs> oh, I feel like, I don't know if he went too far, but I feel like this is just not the type of beef that like Drake was like interested in. And then I think like you know they just they just decided they'd be done with it, and that's the best thing to do to be done with it. Because if you continue around, you continue this path, it's not going to end well for Drake. I don't think this is the type of thing that he. I just don't think you can really destroy somebody's career. You can't. No matter no matter what you say, like God's plan is going to be a good song. God's plan. Drake is gonna make good music. You know, so it's just like that's why I say just make good music. Like if you feel like he said something that you gotta reply to, for sure. Say something back. But if not, don't just There's no point. I mean, is it or is I mean he called I don't think so. He called him out. Like he said some real disrespectful things. That's and that's and that's true and it's like, up to him. Like if he doesn't say anything back I mean just the, the the way the sport is, Pusha T wins, and, and so does and that. So could you go down right. as the greatest rapper alive, losing a beef to Pusha T? Yes. He's all right. Well, you he can. good. That's he good. I, like yeah. I, I just think that like the night when Pusha T well the day when Pusha T dropped his reply, man. Um, I spent a lot of time on social media, and I woke up the next day. It was like, man, I spent so time, so much time on social media. I could have been putting this into my craft. Right, so this is the thing for me: Drake, Drake cannot do to Pusha T what Pusha T did to Drake, because nobody gives a fuck, fuck about Pusha T. Not I, I, I like Pusha T. I like his albums. I like his music. I think he's amazing. But nobody gives a fuck about him. To All the right, well, shit. That's the case. Drake. I need a better, a better uh, ending question. Yeah. We didn't talk about those guys because I mean nobody care about Pusha T. This is this battle's already won. The battle's already, already won. won. The battle is already won. So a better end of question. Let me think. <laughs> By the way, he has an OVO hat on, just so you guys know what's really going on. I, you know what I'm OVO until we die, baby. 
to say no. Say y'all know what's really going on. But look, I don't really fuck with Drake like that. But he makes good. You got his you got his hat on. You know when's your birthday? Product. My birthday's in September. And you got an October hat on, bro. You know what I'm saying? This close to being a murder. He makes nice product. I can't lie, Drake does. But you can get one with the owl. You don't have to get one that says October very own. You owl. ain't even born in October. I got one with the owl. I just didn't wear it today. <laughs> so y'all know. Where, today. So y'all see where he stands with Drake. <laughs> Look, man, Drake makes good music. For I, sure. I, can, I cannot take that away from him. Drake makes For sure. good music, and so that is what it is. But I'll end. I'll, let me let me think of a question to answer with you, <laughs> and so we not distracted. Yeah, because like, I remember, like I said, what was one night when the when the Pusha T. When the Pussy T disc came out, man, I was on Instagram way too long. And I was just like, man, I'm overly consumed in what they got going on. And that doesn't benefit me or my family at all. No. What'd you say? That's a good nah, question. What's fun. next? That's what I was about to all ask right. him. Man, don't act like you smart what's in this motherfucker, man. So what's next? What's King next? What, um, what's next for King of Fresh? What's next for Jay Fields? What do you see yourself growing? So I'm in a crazy like transitional period right now. Um, I'm going back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm starting new businesses, and so um, of course, better clothes, whether it be under the King of Fresh name or maybe a new brand. Um, but creatively, I, like I started a, a, a creative agency, and so we'll be doing events, tours, um, and so of course I have Taco Tuesday. That'll be every third Tuesday. Um, I'm doing a paint sip tour with Distorted, so we're doing like 12 cities. Okay. Nashville will be one for sure. Uh, plus, connect with uh, Reggie and work on the Trap Friday tour and try to help build Trap Friday up. Uh, like I said, new clothes. Um, just just bringing culture to the city, man. Bringing stuff to the people who I consider my friends and my family, man. You know, a lot of times we want to create a product that's, like, nationally driven. I think that, like, as long as you connect with your community, you A1. Uh, so, yeah, man, just good product, good events, good times, man. That's, that's what I can promise and what's for sure. Like, what, what do you see, like, for you? Like, what's 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 the end goal for you? Like, like if at, at the end of the day, you want to know what Jay Fields does at, like, 37 years old. And, and, and it's making money and it's having a good time with his life. What does that look like to you? Honestly, it's um, just creating a hell of a life for my family, for my son or my daughter, whatever the case be. Um, that's it. Because at the end of the day, it's the only thing that's important is your family. All the other stuff is cool. Of course, friends are cool. Right. Creating experiences with with the people you love, but all in all, like I I would consider my success ten years, 10, at least at 37, 11 years from now, based off the fact that I was able to make the right moves professionally to put my family in a position that I wasn't in mm-hmm. growing up. I feel like I am, and that's something my mom always taught us. It's like you want your kids to go to a better school than you went to. You want them to live in a better house that you lived in. You want them to drive a better car than you drove. And so my mom is a fucking superhero. And so like to top that, like I gotta make sure I'm on point. Uh, and it, and it's not it's not necessarily topping that. It's just like like you said. I'm sorry. Like I said, like just providing something um, 
for your family that you didn't have and just knowing that you put them hours in like and, and that's kind of where I am now is when I waste my time I'm like dang like I could have been doing this I could have been doing that right. you know because at the end of the day like when you die like your work is what people remember like you never hear anybody say like like yo Martin Luther King threw a hell of a party <laughs> right you don't think Martin Luther King threw any parties? You don't think Martin Luther King had any cookouts? You never heard about it, a Martin Luther King birthday party. Yeah, you think about the shit that they got done that really means something. And I've never said this till today. This is deep. Like, Martin Luther King birthday. We, we're talking about one of the most influential people of all time. One of And you never heard about one of his birthday parties. Why do you think that is? The nigga was doing shit that was just beyond that. But beyond self. But his kids are taken care of, you know. And so that's kind of where I am. It's just like making sure I'm answering my calling. I think everybody was put on this earth to do something. Some people run towards their calling. Some people run away. Um, so I just want to make sure I'm running to my calling. And I'm just used by God to do the right things. That's that's If I'm, if, if I'm 37 years old and I can look at like 26 to 37, like, I grew as a person, and I didn't make the same mistakes over and over again. I'd be happy. It's wild, though, that you asked that. That's a wild question. Yeah, I ask myself that question a lot. So. Yeah. What you gonna be doing ten years from now, Chloe? You gonna be twenty six? Hopefully established. What is established? Well, I told you, like. Oh, they don't know that you told me. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> they, they know. I, I don't know what you're talking about. He does know. But this is not. This is a conversation so, I mean, of course, for the, the people, millions so of people. I'm trying to start <laughs> clothing line. Um, oh, you too. Don't play. Right. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Um, called Supa, which is a unisex athleisure um, clothing line. And I stay just by Skechers and Lando as my person that tells me nah <laughs> that's shit, wrong nah. I ain't gonna wear that shit <laughs> right <laughs> that's wrong <laughs> you need to come up with something better um so hopefully in 10 years I would have that already established and done and maybe coming out with a new new design new line yeah I believe in it just clothing on you basing your success off clothing I don't know All what right. the fuck I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. It's it's more, but you got a college degree. I do. I don't um, have a college degree. I've been trying degree. to go to law school too. Don't um, do that you know. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like I'm <laughs> like I'm like don't limit yourself. Degree. Don't limit yourself to clothing. He's like don't just don't limit yourself don't to college degree. Don't limit yourself to a college degree. Fuck <laughs> that shit. Anybody that's listening, if you're thinking about going to law school and you don't want to fucking litigate all day. Don't do that shit. Yeah, Please believe do me. Don't do that shit. I went to law school. Don't do it. And you know what I'm doing with my do free time? I'm taking fucking pictures. That's, <laughs> what, that's what makes me happy. You got to write some contracts up. Right. People need contracts. I need some I contract work. Contract. I'll, I'll, I'll look over that shit. We'll I talk do. about some stuff at, off, off camera. I need some people that can do some contracts for me. So. I can do that shit. But for the rest of y'all, don't do that fucking... Don't, just don't do it. Unless you just really don't do it in that tequila talks. Just don't go to law school. Tequila talks is rap. Don't go to law school. That's a wrap. Cut it off, Sage. Cut that shit off. Her